Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. Folks, we gather here today to bid farewell to <laughs> two episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai that we can never watch again because we already watched them. <laughs> oh my yes, gosh. although today we are just talking about 35. Oh shit, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I didn't mean to pull the curtain back too far. Uh, yeah, we are knocking out two in a row here. But let's let's do it then. Because this one is 35, Goku's Comeback, Call Forth Perunga. Which, can we talk about this title for a second? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I didn't think about this before, but neither of these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's also at no point until later in the next episode revealed to us what Perunga is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this title? So if you're fresh to Dragon Ball and you're watching this, you're like, call forth Perunga? What is a Perunga? Is it like a plant? Every yeah, episode, kind of... I, I always think about this show in the context of somebody who's never seen any of the other episodes. Mm -hmm. And it's always a delight. Not to drop this reveal too early, uh, but um, is it? Is it weird that they thought that the dragon here was going to have the same name or be the same <laughs> dragon as the one on Earth? It is weird. Is that That's racist? very weird, yeah. That is racist, yeah. <laughs> Kevin got it. Exactly as racist as if Gohan had said, hey, I know a Namekian, his name is Piccolo, do you know him? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this is an episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, uh, and it starts like all the other ones do with this really great theme song. Um, oh, I guess it took me 35 episodes to finally like, actively stare at the screen and not like, like phase out mentally. <laughs> but uh, there's a part where Goku, I, I, he jumps out out of a flying car with his mother present and Gohan or Goku catches him that would not actually happen she would never that let that happen scene. I'm glad you highlighted that because you're right I've watched that 35 times and not thought about it that's kind of a fucked up situation Chi Chi doesn't even put the keys in the car unless <laughs> Gohan's got his seatbelt on okay do you, do you guys think like on episode like, or like we're on our 90th one we're gonna catch something like like a secret hidden message in the opening. God I've already willing, started decoding it. Yeah, song and animation by that point in time. Oh, oh man, that's good. Hey, no, that's good, guys. That that's means something we can aim towards. At some point, we won't have to listen to this. What is it about this song that makes it sound like that? So the song is not good. We've we've litigated this it's endlessly. Bad. Really, it's a bad piece of music. Uh, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Explain yourself. So like, so what I noticed is that the they've duplicated the track of the singer, like like he's sort of harmonizing with himself. Okay. Oh, it's oh. a bad scene. That's a musical douche chill. Why do they do that? <laughs> What's up with that? It's like, are they trying to make us feel like we got a chorus? Anyway, send tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note to research the studio that made the song, but then I didn't do it. So. Welcome to Zenkai Boost. We are the lowest effort Dragon Ball podcast <laughs> out there. Anyway, so this episode starts off uh, right where the last one ended, which is uh, Jace just got blown up. I love how many episodes start with like a cloud of smoke descending that used to be a person. <laughs> I think we talked about this in the last episode. So many episodes end with Vegeta killing somebody and the aftermath being the start of the next episode and i think that there's no music too so you just get like this gusting wind sound like like the, the had, particles music, of a person but... now i like here that goku still disapproves of vegeta's method he's like but at this point it's kind of like come on vegeta hey man that's not cool. <laughs> like yeah he's he did kill a person vegeta calls goku out and not inaccurately were kind of getting himself into this predicament with that attitude. Yeah, he uh, the line that I wrote down was, you're a shining example of where mercy gets you, which is what very cool. The best part of this for me is Vegeta calls himself a Super Saiyan, and this has been said so many times with no exclamation behind it, that Krillin, I guess, proceeds to fake that he kind of knows what it is. Ginyu <laughs> also does not question this. He, he goes, now he's the Super Saiyan? <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where uh, Vegeta refers to Goku as a bleeding heart, which I think, is that supposed to be a literal reference because of the giant gaping chest wound that he has right now? I thought he was just getting really political. <laughs> oh, I thought it was foreshadowing. Why not uh, all three? Yeah, why not? There's a lot of layers to this show. It's, it's an um, onion. You, you, you cry while you peel it. So, the, as we as we peel back this next layer, tears stinging our eyes, uh, we we get treated to actually something very cool. I think, which is Vegeta just totally letting it loose on Ginyu. Oh boy, we get a which lot is of... in, who is in Goku's body. Oh, so so Vegeta, so you know he's loving it. Oh yeah, this is a good day for him. He gets to beat up a Goku dummy. A couple things that happened just just right before this uh, are that. Oh sure, sure. Uh, Vegeta muses to himself that Gohan and Krillin haven't finished Ginyu yet, which I found interesting because he doesn't question that they can, just that they're being slow about it. Oh yeah, I guess. Then he mutters to himself, "If you want something done right," and then shouts to everyone, "Do it yourself." <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, from our perspective, he just yelled out, "Do it yourself!" And then started beating Goku up. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like he's trying to inspire himself. Yeah, I can do it. This is his, this is his DIY project. Uh, so he just—I mean—he just fucking nails him. Like it, he pulls off some really cool combos, sends him flying smashes him down into the ground. Where he leaves a Goku-shaped crater. (laughs) So good. He just embarrasses Ginyu with this, and that that one series of blows, this hurts Ginyu very, very badly. Oh yeah, he's like totally fucked up. But as Vegeta starts moving in for the the kill with his most 
anticipatable move ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he he begins to fly straight down. Arms out Superman style, notably. So at this point, we know Vegeta has no idea what Ginyu's power is then. Yes, this is the confirmation because you see, we even see Ginyu smirk and Goku's like, oh shit. And then Goku pulls a move as, because obviously Ginyu's going to use this opportunity to, to change now into Vegeta because Vegeta's kicking my ass. So obviously he's... Is this going to be a trade-up or be. a trade-down? What, what do you think? I think Ginyu feels it's a trade-up for sure. Especially now that he got beat up. I think that's the important point. Goku haven't been victim of this move, though. He sees what's going on, and he pulls a move of his own that I call Get Down, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just jumps in front of that switch beam, and uh, we're all good. And well, that's... <laughs> right? We need to... We need to unpack this, okay. what, what occurs here, because first, this time we actually, we see the change beam as a beam that Ginyu fires from his mouth, rather than a, like, a, a strange series of effects. Um, the beam strikes Goku in the chest, and then causes a beam to fire out of his mouth. <laughs> And then somehow the two mouth beams are connected. When does mouth that happen? Mouth to mouth. When does that happen? When do they... What? 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 <laughs> Come back, Kevin. Don't... Come back from the ledge. I... What the fuck happened here? Uh, they switch bodies. Duh. Yeah, that's, just, that's how the move originally worked, and that's how it's always worked, and we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's with the purpose of Kai, you know, internal consistency, really preserving that. Um, they get switched. Long story short, and I, so we're all good now, right? Like that's basically it. Yeah, problem uh, solved. This, yeah. Yeah, Goku and Ginyu have their respective incredibly broken bodies back. <laughs> <laughs> and I like here that for a minute or so. Nobody can tell what happened. Even Vegeta's confused about this. Even though they saw the mouth lasers transfer. And that should have told you right there, oh, they've switched bodies again. Because he ate a laser out of his mouth. These folks don't play video games. They don't know how to read that kind of cue. Ah. <laughs> Ginyu uh, refers... Uh, Ginyu's mad at Goku oh, for yes. and refers to this technique as a transmutation uh, which tells me that he does not know what that word means. It's also, alchemy. while we're still talking so much about this move, I do love that the call-out, he doesn't have a name for this move, he just yells out, change now, like it's a magic spell. <laughs> change he does. Now. I'm pretty sure he refers to it as a spell at one point earlier in the episode. We had what's or his name say he had time magic, right? Or am I just being crazy? Oh yeah, Goldo. Goldo was the one who referred to his his power as a spell. Are the Ginyu Force wizards? Huh. This just this just furthers this fiction we've developed. This friend, like like they're 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 in Hogwarts now. Okay, here we go. What what house <laughs> is the Ginyu Force? Hufflepuff. Oh, that's uh, that's Jason Berter for sure. But but Ginyu is a Slytherin to the bone. He's body swapping. He's going for the strong guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yep, tricky. Yep. He's 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 resourceful in that sense. Raccoon is Ravenclaw, and I really just personally did, wait, like. Did you call oh, him wait, raccoon? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's. 
Yeah, we gotta. Let's all jump on you for a second here, because I do think you called him raccoon. <laughs> okay, okay, I can I can explain the reason why I I did that. It's because every time he is a weird trash man. Well, no, 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 no. To pull this back, to pull this back. Every time we we begin one of these, we always say let's record. Uh, starting to record, and ever since we've watched these episodes, I hear the word record. I always like mouth to myself oh my raccoon. So I always go what? let's raccoon. So I'm still in that mode. It's it's How my own, like like guys, leave me alone. <laughs> we'll have a separate podcast where we just really dive into Blaine's brain and root around with a stick. Guys, it, it, it makes me Zach happy saying the this to myself. Like, I enjoy it. Let, let me have this. Let so, me have this moment. So back to the episode at hand. Gohan is the first one to get it. As always. As always. Gohan's quick on the uptake. Everybody else is a few seconds behind. Um... Vegeta is uh, totally unbothered by this and just adjusts, like, just changes his target to the purple guy and continues the same ass beating he was giving Ginyu. <laughs> so Ginyu has gotten his ass kicked twice in two separate bodies in the last minute and a half. And I want to note here, something really important happens as he starts to, to beat the shit out of Ginyu, which is Ginyu tries to do the body switch again, which, okay, I guess he could just do that right away, but... Vegeta then teleports behind him, mm-hmm. avoiding the attack entirely, taking him by surprise. We're going to come back to that in a minute. So that means he knows what he's doing and, like, is in complete control of the situation. Yeah, obviously. obviously he's being smart now. Goku, of course, knows this that this uh, whole fight is a trap, uh, but is seems to be too beat up to raise his voice, um, which I think is another point that we'll come back to. Uh, he can't use his uh, telepathy i guess anymore (laughs) oh yeah got that beat out of him so after a while of getting pummeled mercilessly ginyu's like that should be enough and vegeta's kind of you know incredulous about this but continues trying to beat the shit out of him and then we're back in literally the same situation we were in a moment ago where vegeta is diving from the sky fists outstretched uh ready to deliver the extremely easy to avoid final blow and, oh, no, guess what? <laughs> Change places. But before Ginyu can even fire the beam out, we check in with Goku, who's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. What am I going to do? I can't, I, I can't jump in front of him because I'm going to lose my body. And then he notices a little frog. <laughs> <laughs> this is so smart, though. This is like the smartest thing Goku's ever done in his whole entire life. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking... We don't see... Do we see him make the toss? We do, yeah. From the ground, looking up at the situation, we see his arm fling and, like, lobbed like a grenade is this frog. (laughs) Goku, still too weak to yell, throws a frog, like, 50 feet in the air. (laughs) With, hey, insane accuracy. Yeah, wow. And perfect timing. Now, what I love about this moment is you see the you see the beam approaching Vegeta. Vegeta realizes, oh shit, this is actually bad. Ginyu's like, I'm gonna win, and you see the shot of the frog kind of tumbling through the air, <laughs> like end over end. And then you get a close up on Ginyu's face as he sees the frog. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and I swear that like they saved us at least a few episodes of like body swap bullshit it doesn't bulma get mixed up in it in the original yes bulma gets mixed up in it i I think vegeta does too honestly i am very very sorry to 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 tell you guys oh no Um, is it coming back the the bulma ginyu frog bullshit 
has the the odious distinction of being the only filler that remains in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Oh, oh no. whoa! We're gonna get some filler. They cut the driving episode, but left that shit in. Oh, man. oh, that's gonna be a tough one, you guys. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that in like seven episodes. Like two months of this isn't gonna be bad. Then then we'll just we'll take a break from the biggest fight we've ever seen in our lives. To watch the boys dick around. Yeah. Uh, so, so bottom line, uh, Ginyu's a frog, and a frog now has a big purple body. <laughs> uh, which, I kind of feel bad for the frog inheriting this body that's been beat up all to shit so badly. Yeah, that, yeah, that frog, frog is in, a is in pain. State. Um, but <laughs> the image of Ginyu, like, hopping around like a frog. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Yeah. The sound that he makes... <laughs> um it on one hand it's much better than the idiotic ribbit sound that the, they did in the original version of the dub. A on ribbit. the other on the other it is viscerally horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it really drives home the body horror of what has happened here. And uh I think Vegeta's sanity is wearing a bit thin because he starts like slowly chasing the frog around threatening it <laughs> a little sociopathic when uh, goku goku points out ginyu in the frog and vegeta says that's almost sad enough for me not to squish you <laughs> now here's a moment though where with with what goku says vegeta does spare ginyu and mm -hmm. it ends up being a bad decision so really Vegeta was right all along, you guys. Vegeta's been right this whole time. <laughs> Kill the Ginyu Force. Uh, so, so that seems to be the end of the situation. Um, you know, there's no immediate threat other than the fact that Frieza is still out there somewhere uh, dealing with Nail. Um, but Goku is but very hurt. Goku's extremely hurt, and there are no Senzu beans left. <sighs> out of beans. Which sucks. Uh, they're out of beans because fucking people keep spilling them all over the place. <laughs> We're not there yet, but fucking Jesus Christ. Um, so so the, the long and the short here is that Vegeta wants to get Goku healed up. Um, and he intends to do that by taking him inside the ship. Though before that, he does take a moment to gloat about his extreme upper hand. Yes, and he kind of even, even fakes them out and is like, actually, I'm going to kill you guys right now. But then Goku's like, come on, he's not going to do that. But she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they already get each other somewhat now. Next scenes are my favorite so far. Yeah, I do actually like this, this kind of like domestic shit where they're just hanging out. But Just, um, just a, a quick jaunt past a lot of corpses. <laughs> yeah, tons of dead guys. Um, is this where also, uh, do, we, do we see the machine yet or is this the break? Uh, Vegeta, Vegeta opens the door and says something about uh, this being state-of-the-art medicine, and then we, we get the break. And in order to take us there to the, to the, the housekeeping section of the show, I'm going to need you guys to lend me your energy. Oh. 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 Okay. Oh, oh. oh he uh. did it too bad. <laughs> Thank you guys. I turned into a frog by accident. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, it's just an absolute pleasure that, that you join us every week for this. Um, and, and a big, of course, thank you to our good friend Friedrich Hobbitler, 
for the theme song. He wrote it. Well, he covered it and he allowed us to use it. And you can find him at youtube.com slash Cody Game Music. He just did a cover of You Say Run from My Hero Academia. And it's One of very the best good. songs of all time. So yeah, go check that out. <clears throat> go check that out. Um, Max? Uh, the, yeah, the logo for our show uh, was made uh, by Lizzie Kostrak. That's my little sister. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. Uh, that's K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. Why is our name so bad? This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> what? Hold Actually on. not. I'm sorry. But hey, Squarespace. Just wishful thinking. Hey, uh, get, get at us, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it means the world that you listen. Uh, and if you'd like to support even more, uh, if, you, if you're an incredibly generous spirit and you'd like to support us even more than a, a rating on I, Apple Podcasts or just a cool comment saying, hey, you guys are great. We, I love listening to you. That's always cool. They yeah, tell your friends and send them to us via uh, the TriZBoost link. It's bit.ly slash TriZBoost to introduce someone to our show. And with that, we return to the matter at hand. Uh, there is some kind of crazy healing tank on this which, spaceship. and Which I want to point up, out is immediately after we are told state-of-the-art medicine, this is a, uh, an earlier model. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Vegeta did destroy the first one. Just to make a point, really. But why is it this, like, this emperor has ships that are so, like, hodgepodge? I'm, I'm so with you. Yeah, why There's... does he have two different models of, of healthcare <laughs> pods in his ship? This ship is not that big. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, initially, right when we come back, Krillin asks for an explanation. And Vegeta definitely sidesteps all of the techno battle. He's like, thank God. He's like, you wouldn't fucking get it. This is a healing chamber, and this liquid heals him. Do you guys, Deal you with guys, it. dumbass. Do you guys think? Haven't you seen Star Wars? <laughs> Don't ask those kind of fucking questions. Do you think that Vegeta doesn't know how it works either? No, oh, for sure. Oh, that's there's, what happened. Yeah. There's no way he knows how it works. <laughs> Uh, he also reveals in his inner monologue that as soon as Frieza's out of the picture, he plans on wasting these losers. How often do we cut to Vegeta chuckling to himself about how he's going <laughs> to murder everyone in a little while? Do you think do you think for everyone else who's actually like, like uh, for Gohan and uh, Krillin, like they just they're just walking along and they just hear him just like chuckling to himself constantly. What if he's just saying these things? He's not thinking. <laughs> them. He's just like under his breath, really quietly saying all of this. <laughs> Uh, Krillin is concerned as the tank fills up and Goku, I love the look on Goku's face as this is happening, by the way. <laughs> His eyes are open. He's not like uh, passed out. Uh, and they fill the tank and Krillin's like, is he going to drown in there? Now he is visibly hooked up to some sort of breathing apparatus when Krillin asks this. <laughs> Vegeta doesn't even dignify this with a response. I will so say one thing, um, just so we know this about the healing pods. Goku does remark that it feels good. <laughs> so this feels good. Is it like a, a like a jacuzzi? Do you think? Uh, I I kind of feel like it's one of those uh, sensory deprivation float tanks. Oh, oh! You know I mean? He's gonna go to the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's season three of Zenkai Boost, uh, or I mean of, of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, but while Goku is uh, is in the pickling chamber, <laughs> Vegeta decides to get the kids outfitted 
Yeah, um, let's go to Space Gap. He's like, let's get you guys some new clothes. There's some really good moments here. So I want to hit on one thing real quick. He tosses them the same unitard that he wears and that all of the, the Frieza soldiers wear under their armor. It is obviously a unitard. He refers to it as an undershirt. <laughs> it has pants. It's a, one, it's a, it's a one onesie. Type. Yes. And, and then we come to my biggest gripe ever, uh, which was only seemed to be inserted in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Vegeta tosses them a set of armor, and he says, uh, <laughs> Frieza kept some henchmen in your size, boom roasted. <laughs> um, glass houses, Vegeta. <laughs> this is also this is when Gohan remarks, uh, "Won't that make us look mean?" <laughs> mm. Mm. It's a fun now, reminder my... that he's five. So Go Gohan is five, and they put the they put, and they're like, "How do we put this on?" And Vegeta's like, "Just fucking put it on. It's stretchy." Um, and he calls back to the time when he turned into an ape, and the armor stretched with him. Now, here's my question. Why does this shit have sizes if it stretches that much? Oh my god! I didn't think of that. I do think he says at one point, they don't have any more of those in my base size. So maybe there is some sort of important sizing aspect. Oh, these are like shrink to fit. That's the thing, because I feel like if you put on a small one, it will stretch, but is it comfortable? Ooh, that's a good question. So like if we put... It's like kind of stretched out. Well, also the shoulder things that they mentioned. The shoulder things seem to scale. So if you put Ginyu in one of these little tiny babes, then he's going to have little teeny tiny shoulder I want to talk about these shoulders for a second. (laughs) I always assumed, looking at these shoulders, and I feel like we've seen before, that it's armor that gets cracked and broken and is, like, meant to protect them. But these are, like, floppy pieces of nothing. Like, they're bending them and shit. Vegeta claims they are both strong and flexible. It's like, that's um, not how physics works. <laughs> <laughs> this is like special. It shatters like ceramic, but stretches like Laffy Taffy. <laughs> you know, for all the times you need that. You know, for combat. <laughs> <laughs> this tripped me the fuck out because he, Vegeta mentions the fact that the shoulder pads are, are something on the new model. I didn't know that. I, I, when I was watching this, I thought that was the other way around. That yeah. The shoulder pads were like the old model, and the new model is the one that's cool. And yeah, they did have seem more retro. Shit. Maybe that's it. Maybe Freezer just likes that retro shit, and he's like mm-hmm. trying to. Well, doesn't Freeze? Go for that. Oh yeah, Freeze is okay. Sorry, I had like the weird moment where. Oh shit! I just had two thoughts. Okay, so Freeze is wearing armor then, but then his armor disappears when he starts transforming. But his arm, but it, it. Shifts well, with him when he I transforms. Mean, he does something very wait, cool. What? It doesn't disappear. We will see him remove it. Oh, he does yeah, remove it. He takes it. He does take it off. Okay. And <laughs> okay, I must have missed that. He's very extra about it. You won't miss it this time, trust okay, me. Okay, because <laughs> I just, like, my, I could feel my head shattering as I was trying to piece this together <laughs> from my youth. Okay, okay, we're good. Let's carry I, on. I have a question, which is do you think Frieza designed all these outfits? <laughs> Or does he have a guy for that? Because he's the head of this organization. Here's the thing. If you look at Frieza with his shirt off, if you look at... As I do every day. (laughs) As I do every day when I wake up and I see it taped to the ceiling above my bed. (laughs) His his body looks like the armor. Oh, so he's just trying to make everybody like him. 
They're all just wearing Frieza cosplay. Well, this is a, a very specific <laughs> art style, I guess, too. To, to the show manga. Oh, for I mean, sure, like, yeah. Think about the bug planet, which I guess doesn't matter because that's killer. Because it's not real. Yeah, yeah, sorry, never mind. But I mean, I, I, the idea I was thinking is like, <laughs> it's a very specific style that throughout the entirety of the show. Like these hmm. weird kind of, like I guess, curved, circular, or... Um, and line. And the other thing about it is that it looks like shit when you try to recreate it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen someone in Dragon Ball Z cosplay that involved the the armor plating, where the armor plating, like no no matter how good the like actual workmanship on it is, and I'm sure they they put a lot of work into it and like really really that's a tough thing, you know, yeah. cared, but it's so hard to make it look not idiotic. Does that say something about like, the show? Yeah, you do. It. <laughs> Does, is the moral? Is this where Krillin goes out to look for trouble? Uh, not, uh, pretty, pretty shortly. Um, Krillin and Gohan have a brief disagreement because, uh, Krillin doesn't like the shoulder armor and, and Gohan thinks it's cool. (laughs) Then Vegeta, (laughs) they ask Vegeta how long, uh, Goku is going to take to heal and he's like, fuck it, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, like an hour? (laughs) What if it was like three days? He's just like, "Eh, I don't know, an hour? (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved if during like the the shoulder debacle, like you heard like Vegeta just be like, "I think it's cool too." <laughs> well, we do we do hear Vegeta express disappointment both in this episode and a previous one about not having the the other style of armor. Uh, I couldn't wear my favorite outfit for my big murder my boss day. He does prefer the shoulder pads. That's canon. I would want to be wearing my best outfit if I was planning to become immortal that day. I um, mean, yeah, you only become immortal once. You gotta, you really gotta, you gotta dress for best. the occasion. <laughs> Yo, bio, Yo, bio. <laughs> you only become immortal once. Oh, oh, okay. I, I have in my notes simply written: Krillin heads out to look for trouble. I forget his actual justification for leaving. He, the ship. He's going to talk to the Grand Elder. So he can uh, figure out how to summon the dragon. He needs to hone mm-hmm. his ball strats. Anyway, what's Nail up to? <laughs> Nail is looking very Oof. bad. It is yeah, N- not Nail's a like good episode standing. for Nail. Um, no. <laughs> uh, as as this scene begins, uh, Frieza s- s- is gloating and says something like, "We've already got to the bottom of you." I don't like Oof. what the f- Jesus. <laughs> And then he tries this very cool move, Nail does. And you'll note the operative word in the sentence is tries. He does a big old blast out, like, very quickly, all of a sudden. Cool animation in it, too. Actually, I really like the style of the blast itself. But then in a huge shock, the smoke clears and freezes just fine. What? For the five millionth time in this show. And, you know, for his own, for his record, Freeze is being pretty gracious here. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't really want to kill you because you have some information that I need. Uh, but but come on, you're really you're really come on, come on, man, <laughs> come on. And then he just goes over and breaks Nail's face with with the back of his fist. Like he phases to to right in front of him with his back to him and just backhands him. It's it's Smash. actually it's actually pretty cool. I hate to say it, but... I, yeah, no, I have to say, Frieza came off really well in this episode for me. 
I'm starting to really come around to his big vocab, too. Yeah, Frieza's a smart boy. He has a fun way of speaking. He's so fancy. And then... Oh, boy. Nail... <sighs> Nail fucks it up. Nail was Nail doing so up. great. Nail was doing amazing, and then he's like, hey, guess what, idiot? Dende's flying over to the kids to tell them the password right now, jackass. <laughs> Come on, dude! What did he think was gonna happen? Why did you what? have to spill all these beans? And it wasn't even like he, he wasn't saving his own life by telling him that. No! I mean, he ends up saving his own life because Frieza gets so mad. But it wasn't the intent. No, of course not. The intent was not to say... It was, it was just This to was ruffle, not like a bargain for him. He wanted to ruffle he, his, his jimmies. Mmm. <laughs> uh, also in the come on, dude department, Frieza lets Nail live. He gets yep. so mad that he forgets to finish the job. To be no fair, way that's like, going to come Nail back. Is, Nail is not going to walk away from these injuries. No. Like, he's, he pretty he's, much leaves him for dead. Yeah, he has left him just to die out, on, out in the middle of nowhere. We get to a, a kind of baffling scene next um, with Vegeta and Gohan. Is this right? Is this where we cut back to... Just real quickly before that, Guru feels bad about not telling the kids the password. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Oh, but yes, Vegeta and Gohan, go right ahead. So, this is when Vegeta just decides he wants to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like, well, I have an hour to kill. I don't know how long I've been awake because this planet has no night. I guess I'm just going to go lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> oh no! The best part for me—I don't know if it, it, we don't see it until the next episode—is that he chooses to nap next to Goku in the. Med oh bay. hell yeah! I How noted that too. Adorable. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is he doing this? Best friend. Yeah, Gohan actually does question that it—it it doesn't really seem like a great plan. Smartest guy in the like, room. Shut up! Gohan. <laughs> shut up! You're a kid. Bye. I go my own way. <laughs> to the room where I nap. <laughs> I am a lone wolf. I'm a this is a water. man's nap. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> um, and as as Vegeta leaves, we check in with Frieza now, who is f fucking losing it. He's having he's a so, screaming He's Vegeta fit. mad. Yes, he is as mad as Vegeta was when he realized he got duped. Because he realized he got duped. These guys are kind of easy to dupe. <laughs> he also notices that the entire Ginyu Force is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh, a lot of quick cuts in this. This is probably an artifact of like cutting episodes up to put to put them together. A lot of quick cuts because we jump over to Krillin meeting Dende, uh, scaring the first, shit out of him first. Yeah, gives Dende a healthy fright by because of his silhouette in the armor. Um, and we get uh, once again one of the only good tracks in the Kai original soundtrack playing as they sort of reunite and they share the news. Um. And they start heading back. Uh, and this is where Krillin relieves, uh, Krillin reveals. Oh, no. Yes, okay, so they reunite with Gohan, and then Krillin reveals his new plan. While Vegeta is asleep, we're well, going to summon the dragon. Before, before that, uh, uh, right after Krillin and Dende meet, we get a shot of Gohan sitting on the dragon balls. Why does everyone do this? <laughs> They're not <laughs> eggs. Are they comfortable? It doesn't Whoa. look comfortable. Um, and then, then we go back to Krillin and Dende cashing up, where it is revealed that to summon the Namekian dragon, 
You just have to call to it, but you have to do so in the Namekian language. Which is apparently like, I don't know, maybe a dead language and everyone just fucking speaks English on this stupid planet. I like a space common. Yeah, space common on this dumb planet. Yeah, well, there's, we, we don't see, that we, at no point is there reference to any kind of like universal translator or, or any, <laughs> like. No, aliens just speak English. Duh. <laughs> All of the aliens, like Frieza, has uh, 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 Vegeta, Nappa, so Raditz, All of Namek. Oh yeah, Blaine, you're absolutely right. Episode 36 makes this even more insane. Yep. Um, so so that's the plan. Uh, we're gonna summon the dragon while Vegeta's asleep. But then they they riff on that even harder. So like, let's get these balls out of here and summon the dragon. Somewhere They're actually else. being kind of sneaky about it. I liked it. However, it would have been more sneaky if they flew to somewhere more than like 150 feet away from the ship. True, true. Where, where they land is in clear fucking view of Frieza's spaceship. It's just across <laughs> a lake. You they couldn't even just go perfectly. behind a, a mountain or something. No. Um, and, and the pressure is ramping up because Frieza is getting really close. Like, they can all sense him. He's on the approach. So I had a thought about this. I don't think yeah. Frieza cares that much because he still like like we know like later on that he can transform forms. But if he were wanting to get there fast, wouldn't he want to be in the form that goes the fastest? Mm. Well, he it's his. He would never. He would never do that just for travel. The not uh, not is this like a pride it's a big thing, deal probably? as he reveals later on. I think. Yeah, not not yeah. not transforming is a point of like like he's he's not going to exercise that level of power for anything because he <laughs> he's not going to exercise <laughs> because he 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 views everyone else as so inferior he would never use that much of his power to to take them on unless as we'll find out in a in a little while he just really wants to ruin their day. <laughs> what if uh what if there's just like what if there is some kind of uh really embarrassing cost that we just never noticed like every time he transforms the Sailor he, Moon transformation. Every time he transforms he does like a big fart and it's really embarrassing <laughs> but like <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyway, the, anyway uh Dende calls that fucking dragon out. He does the damn thing. And we get, we do get to see this dragon for like a second, right? Yeah, just as yes, the episode... this extremely thick dragon. Yeah, let's it's... talk about the shape of this <laughs> dragon, huh? Very, Swole very dragon. buff. This this extremely buff dragon. <laughs> so see, the thing is, Shenron was such a like a Japanese dragon. It has it like it was like a big worm, basically. He had um, the whiskers. Yeah, whiskers, very Tiny cool. Or... It had like a beard or whatever. And then we have. Then we have this Purunga. It's just jacked. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. It's got arms and they're they're crossed and muscly and just like, hey, what's up, motherfuckers? Oh, holy and shit. It's got big spikes does, all over. Oh my over god, him. it's supposed to be like I okay, I feel dumb pointing this out, but it, it it's designed to look in the shape of like a genie. Holy shit. Yeah, he's granting three wishes, not, right? Uh, yeah, holy oh, yes. shit. Oh shit, yeah. I'm twenty-eight years old and I just put one and one together. <laughs> Been watching this show for a decade. And I, I forgot that uh, Perunga is voiced by Robin Williams. Guys, how did we not get this? <laughs> <laughs> he even sings the song Friend Like Me from Aladdin. When oh, he God. Comes out. We're so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. 
but anyway, that's basically the end of the episode. As soon as the dragon comes out, the narrator's like, whoa, shit, crazy, right? What's going to happen next? I what if he is that? I hate the narrator in this show. Yeah, simply because every time it comes on, it's like, and time's up. Like he, it's like he's walking into the room being like, "Time to go, you guys." <laughs> Seriously, that's car quite enough. Outside. Your mother and I have been waiting. We need to go now. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> we'll come back next week. Uh, so, Kevin, where does this one leave us in terms of uh, progress? Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai episode thirty-five ends in roughly the same place as Dragon Ball Z. 75. And just some cool shit uh, yeah, out of the next episode preview. Goku refers to Purunga as Shenron's great, great, great granddad. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon. Um, and just to let y'all know, some shit is going to really hit the fan in the next episode. Yeah, everything's ramping up in a major way. Things are going to start popping off real hard. So, uh, before we end this episode, then what do you guys rank as your favorite moment from this one? Oh boy, this was a uh, this this one's got a few pretty good. Ones. This one's jam packed. I know. I really just enjoyed the uh, I guess getting armor scene, like just like the casual conversation and like the weirdness is they're like talking just about the armor in general. It was just a nice change for me. I've got to give it to just straight up the frog transformation. What a great oh, moment from from Goku grabbing the frog, throwing it Ginyu's face. Like that whole scene is so good. I will agree there. I think that's my top too. That's a very good one. My, I think my my favorite moment was probably Vegeta kicking the shit out of Ginyu, both in Goku's body and his own. Twice uh, in one day. Not often you get to do that. But, it was some really uh, good animation and some some fun fight stuff. Definitely, but I, I can definitely give it to 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 that to that other one for sure. Oh, that's good. I well, do, does it beat? Fuck! I already forgot. Again. How are we so bad at this? <laughs> We've been doing this podcast for 35 episodes. Somebody um, has to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> oh There's God. four of us. <laughs> What'll be worse is if we forget the next episode. <laughs> okay, okay. I did think, anything? Did, I think... did we stick with Ginyu Force rules? No, that was from the Namek saga. We're in the Ginyu. Okay. Well, we're not in the Ginyu saga anymore, but that will... will... Okay, um, fine. I think the frog switch beats whatever we said last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What do you guys think? Oh, I think last time, was, beat, la- last la- time was Jace. Last time was Jace getting killed. Oh, shit. Yes, that's it was. Oh, okay. Thank you for that, that, that tweet, tweet save. So is the Jace fight... I think actually the Jace fight might be better. Yeah, it's way cooler. Um, that moment a, where he comes out of the blast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to compete with a, a sort of comedy scene that is yeah. the frog switch. Okay, cool. So that's... Uh, since the Ginyu arc is over now, that means the best moment in the Ginyu arc is Jace getting served. Um, and we're starting from scratch again next episode. Oh, yep. boy. The Frieza arc. Buckle oh, hell yes. up. So does it- Buckle up. Anyone want to write this down for our next night? Nah, episode? I feel like we'll remember it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's that's probably going to do it for us, huh? Uh, yeah, I think that's all we have. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, you know what? Again, thanks for listening to Zenkai Boost. It really means the world to us. Um, and remember to share it with your friends who like Dragon Ball Z Kai with bit.ly slash try ZBoost. And with that, we'll see you again next week. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, 
power levels don't matter. 